Does your heart deeply desire to make a difference in this world? Do you have an idea that you just know is going to bring you great joy? Or are you wanting to get into the zone of manifestation? Then today's episode is all for you. Welcome to Love, featuring your host, Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. As conscious, deep-thinking individuals, we really are blessed with the creative gene allowing us to see the world with open eyes. So often we see how things could be done better or differently. We feel intuitively a better way and our heart sings strongly to us to take action. Yet so often fear stops us from taking that action. My guest today is Mia Polson, who you may remember from a recent episode where we both talked about being highly sensitive. Mia helps heart-based entrepreneurs to move into action, and today we get to pick her amazing brain about fears preventing progress, how to take that big leap, changing vibrations and the chaos that comes with that, validation, making good business decisions, stepping up and upper limits. And we even get into that dirty little word for many heart-based entrepreneurs, selling. So let's get into it. So Mia, heart-based entrepreneurs, Mm. people that are wanting to make a difference, people that are of service to humanity. Yes. How can we best help people to realize their value? Because so often I feel that the idea is there, the heart's pumping with excitement, with joy. They definitely know that they're in alignment with their current purpose on planet Earth. But mm. so often there's the huge stumbling block of fear around the actual doing. Yeah, and I, and I think a lot of these people have a very strong vision and they have this calling, uh, an urgent sense of uh, wanting to and needing to actually contribute somehow in their own way to making our world a better place. And what I often meet, um, I want to say two things. One is the internal blocks. Basically, it's fear, but it just shows up in so many different ways. It can show up like being a fussy thinker. You don't just don't know what to do. You don't know how to do it, and it's basically fear. So it's all of these internal blocks are very, very important to, and, I, I, and this is actually quite important, you don't need to solve them. You don't, they don't need to go away. You just need to be able to take action from another place, from a higher vibe, so that your actions are not, you don't hold yourself back because of your fear, but you just realize, okay, well, my fear is there. I do not need to act from it. It doesn't need to control my life. So if it's actually being a heart-based entrepreneur, it's very much about understanding. And I want to say controlling your feelings when it comes to realizing your goals. Um, there is a huge difference from being a business owner and controlling your feelings to actually get to your vision and being in a relationship, you know, you shouldn't control your emotions in your relationships but in business it's very important that you can take at least the lower vibe emotions out of the equation so you can actually create a momentum and 
steadily keep on going towards your vision. That is like one of the main things that are very, very, very important. Of course, as you're saying all of that, I'm thinking of the past 11 years as a matchmaker, all of the emotion that I have had through holding the space for people socially uh, and in the dating game, I quietly have been crap at doing that. (laughs) Having said that, I've learnt an awful lot and now I am nowhere near at the same level that I used to be. I now look at the businesses as being a separate entity and a separate energetic melting pot. And I found that that really helped me was to detach. It's not me. It's not personal. It's not about me. This is a a separate energy that I put energy into. But so do the clients. So do the venues I use. So do the, the staff members. Everybody's putting energy into this melting pot. And I feel that really helped me to detach from that. And so therefore, the fears became personal to me, but not to the business. Exactly. And I think that is very important. As you say, don't take it personally. It's not about you. It is about something else, and it's not about you. You are you are a tool in your business, but you don't have to take the result of your business personally. What are some of the biggest fears that you see as a stumbling block to people taking action? For example, this one. Uh, oh, my God, who am I to say A, B, and C? Um, I feel like a fraud. Am I even able to do this? What will my mom say? What would my husband say? What would my kids say? Another thing is I'm I'm not a salesperson, you know, I don't I don't know how to sell. I don't like to sell. And all of that is it's just fear talking and it's just when you do that you're actually blocking out your creativity because everybody had their own role in their business. Everybody sell in their own way. Everybody manage their business in their own way. And what they are afraid of is basically stepping up stepping up into this role of being the CEO, of actually taking control over your own life and your own career and doing it in a way that notarizes you. When you step up, you skip vibes, you do leaps, you leap into a new um, category. And it's not better or, or worse than anything else. It's just different. And when you are there, everything else needs to either follow or disappear. Even though we can't put the words on, we know it. It's like um, we, we, just, we just know it with our system. So if I step up, will my sister follow? Will my husband follow? Will my kids follow? Who, who am I to do this? Can I even do it? And what's going to happen if I do it? So I think that is the main fear that's actually keeping everything else. And then, then it can... Uh, well, the words that are coming out of our mouth can, or, or the feelings that are popping up can be, you know, a variety of different things. But it all comes back to that one big fear of that leap. And in fact, I had the pleasure of interviewing Guy Hendricks on episode 100, the, who wrote the book, The Giant Leap. And, yeah. you know, it's the upper limit problems. And that wonderful quote that uh, Nelson Mandela spoke of in his speech that said, it's not the darkness that fears us most, but it's actually our brilliance, our light. You know, it, we get so used to playing small. We get so used to, you know, being in our own dramas and problems. So there's suddenly there's a part of us that identify with it and feel safe about it, you know. So actually when taking the leap and suddenly being a person who 
have five or six figure launches, who live from an online business, who don't have to work every day or maybe only a few hours every day, or who do public speaking or a person who, you know, coach people or whatever we really, really want. We know to get there, we need to step up our game. It's not enough just to have a vision. It's not enough to like try things, you know, oh, I'm just trying this up. It's not enough. We know if we want to do that, we have to really step up our game and make a big leap. And, and that's, that is very scary. I also love when you mentioned that people feel like they might be a fraud. The imposter yeah. syndrome is so real. And yeah. I love to share a story, and I know I've shared this before, but I'll share it again this time, is that I spent 23 years in the entertainment industry. And one of the fields I worked in was helping people to transition from amateur to professional. So that's from unpaid to paid. And yeah. that's a real big fear because, you know, many of them have spent perhaps even two decades training for that moment. They might have started as a three-year-old and now they're 23 and getting their chance, their big break. And I had the pleasure of helping them to transition that stage. I also had the opportunity, of course, at the same time of working with many that went way beyond that and were incredibly successful entertainers. And I asked them, do you have moments where you pinch yourself and think, how did I get here? And are you waiting for that person to tap you on the shoulder and say, excuse me, we actually made a mistake. You're not meant to be here. Mm. And 100% of them said yes. Yeah. Every one of them was were waiting for that, that tap on the shoulder that said, please step aside. And it didn't matter how big their audiences were, how big their paychecks were, how in demand they were, they all felt the same thing. And I feel it's important for us to acknowledge that. And just as you were saying earlier, we don't have to live it. We just acknowledge it and go, okay, yeah. but I'm going to step up from a different place. Yeah. I'm not going to step up from that place. I'm stepping up from a different place. Yeah. And when do you, when do you know you have stepped up? It's not when these feelings are not there anymore. But it's when they are there less than the other feelings, you know? It's when you are more in your stepping up position than in your old position. So the balance is 50%. When you're 51% more in your new world than in your old world, then you stepped up. There's two things I'd love to say there is that one is that I heard Oprah answer this question. She said there is one question that 100% of her guests all asked the second the recording was over, all of them. From, let's mention Nelson Mandela again, from presidents of countries, from Oscar-winning, Grammy-winning artists, from the most famous people in the world, the most successful people in the world, the person who was telling their story for the first time, they all had the same question as that recording button pressed off. They turned to her and they said, was that okay? Mm. They all needed validation. Yeah. And I just felt that that fraud or imposter syndrome slips nicely into, I feel it's important for people to not allow the need for validation to stop them from progressing. Yeah. It's okay, isn't it, to get validation when you are making that leap. And you know what? The thing is also we think, I don't think it's a bad thing to need validation because it comes from 
um, I hear a lot of people say, oh, it's because your self-worth is not good enough. But I'm like, no, I don't always agree about that because I feel it comes from a place of wanting to be at service. I agree. Wanting to do better. And when you are there where you always want to be a little better and do a little better and help a little more, you want to know from the other person, was this what you were looking for? How can I help you more? Do you need more from me? You know, if we can turn this story around about, oh, I feel like a fraud, to actually, this is not because I feel like a fraud, because I am a fraud. It's because I want to progress. I want to do more. I want to learn more. I want to be more. And I think that's very, very important because that's the stories we keep on telling ourselves, right? So it's not necessarily because your self-esteem is not good enough and you don't own yourself enough. It's, it's merely a, a personality thing where you really, really want to contribute. And when you really want to contribute, of course you want to interact. It's a co-creation, you know. Of course, you want to know where, where, where could I have done something better for you? I love you've used the word co-creation. That's so beautiful. And it actually is also a sign of integrity. Yeah, exactly. And I think that is a beautiful quality. You were mentioning about, you know, the 50-50% the and then when you get to the 51%. I also like to remind people about the XY chaos, which I first heard from, now his name's going to slip my mind. Oh, I can't credit the author. I'm sorry. However, the XY chaos is my understanding is that X is the old way of being. It's the current way that one may be living. And the Y is the new desire, the new desire mm -hmm. to step up, to take this leap, to step up in action, to be of service in this, this business or service that you were doing. As we are transitioning from one to the other, though, the X being often then our subconscious becomes, oh, no, don't go over there. That's going to be scary. That's going to be dangerous. You're not safe. Who do you think you are? Don't do it. Back off, back off. Yeah. And the yeah. Y is going, no, hang on. We've got this. This is good. Let's do this. And the yin yang is going on in the head, in the heart, in the soul, all through yeah. the body physically. Yeah. And that I love is called the XY chaos. And many people in that chaos stop and they go back to the X and they yeah. give up on exactly. the jump. So I like to bring that up because I feel that if people understand this is normal and it's an it's a almost vibrational transaction or transition that has to occur for you to take that leap, to move to the new desire of the Y vibration, then you can kind of sit in that discomfort knowing all is well, this is normal, I can get through this, I can do this. Exactly. And this is, again, back to controlling your emotions. You cannot make good business decision being in an emotional chaos. So how do you make good business decisions? How do you raise above this emotional chaos? So first of all, you have to really train yourself knowing what is my ego talking and what is my visions talking so when the ego is talking, you, you will find, you find fear, you will find skepticism, you will find limitations, and you will find that you keep on telling yourself, oh, how am I supposed to do this? I have never done this before. You're actually, you're consulting your experience. So when you are in your vision, when you are, when you are actually downloading and canalizing answers to your business from your higher self. Um, it's a whole different story. You're actually 
canalizing from a universal consciousness and not just your own limited being. So how do you actually do this? For me, I think that meditation, um, actually, I don't meditate like traditional people do. I don't, it's not traditional meditation. Um, what I do is I check in. I, I train this very much. It's about training. Um, it's about training. Like you, if you want to run a marathon, you have to, you have to freaking train. This is the same. You have to train being in these uh, vibrations. You have to train canalizing your own answers from your vision and from your higher self. And what I like to do is actually just sit down and you take a moment to connect to my physical heart and my heart chakra and close my eyes and let my consciousness just rise until there's nothing left, only completely white beaming light. And from there, I ask my questions. Nice. And I'm very specific, you know, what is my next step? Um, what do I do to make my six-figure launch? What is the next program I can contribute with? Even like very specific thing, when I have a client, I would like to help boost their sales. I would go to this place and I would say, how can I help Sina actually boosting her sales? Um, how can I write this email in a way to make her visions come true. And what, what happens when we work together is also we create these uh, quantum fields um, of energy where we are much stronger and we get a better reach. That's just a little technique that you as a listener can actually take and use for yourself. Connect to your heart and go to this universal consciousness where everything is completely beaming light. There must be no one else there. If you see other people, if you see other uh I don't know what you call it, creatures, whatever, angels, I don't know what you call it, you're not there. It has to be beaming light. It's what they call in um, theta healing. They call it the, the seventh plane. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. I haven't done that, but I'm so putting that on my list of things to do and experience and master and practice. So you've mentioned money, the six-figure income and sales. Two yeah. areas that I feel people really, particularly heart-centered entrepreneurs, really can potentially struggle in. One is charging for what they think they should be doing for free. Uh, no, money is a spiritual tool. And the more money that you make, the more that you can pinpoint accuracy, distribute this money in a conscious way around the planet. And so you are all given full permission to be multimillionaires mm. and be spiritual. They are absolutely in alignment. Totally, the second yeah. thing is selling. Ugh. That can just make me want to vomit on the spot, that word. Yeah. How do you help people to look at selling in a different way? From running an agency where we actually help people create their launches, you know, project lead um, their sales, it's actually quite simple because I love selling. My company uh, and my staff are really dedicated and very, very talented people when it comes to selling, not in a, in a way that's like... Mm, we don't, we don't do anything out of integrity, you know. And I think what really helps for my clients, uh, for our clients, is to, they don't have to do them themselves. We're actually delegating that to us. We raise above the fear. We raise above the, oh, my God, I don't want to do it because we do it. So it's never a discussion. 
we never discuss are we supposed to sell, are we, are we not supposed to. We do not discuss it. It's just how it is. It's like, uh, it's, I don't know, with small children, you don't discuss if they have to go to bed. You know, they, they have to. You know, they can't they can have a life running if they, if they don't go to bed and sleep. And it's the same with a business. You cannot have a business if you do not sell your products. And if you have a fear of selling, you know what? Delegate it. Make someone else do it. It's like if you don't want to clean your house, make someone else do it and it will get done. What I ended up doing was creating a sales funnel. Yeah, exactly. Which for people that have not heard of what that is, it's kind of a trendy term that's used now in marketing, which is having an entry point that might be a free opt-in for people to come in and you start gathering your tribe that you can potentially be working with and then you might offer them to buy something that they might enjoy that is of low value and then moving up to medium value and then to a higher value is a very simple way of explaining a sales funnel. But what Mm. I love about it is that I've been able to create products that I deeply, passionately resonate with and know help and are a service to people 100%. And then I know... I've got products, I've got so many, including nearly 250 episodes of free coaching and therapy for people. So there's something to be of of use to everybody. And that makes me feel good. So then from that, I was able to create a sales funnel that, oh, well, if they like this, then we'll see if they like the next step and the next step. So it's not me selling. I'm not getting on the phone going. Exactly. I need your buddy. (laughs) Is is that what you do? Yeah, we only create sales funnels, only sales funnels for so many reasons, but mainly because, as you said, you actually get to contribute before even asking them to sell. Sales funnels are amazing in this area um, because it's not only about, about selling, it's actually about scaling and contributing. And I think that is also one of the reasons why our clients very often and very fast get over their sales blocks. Because when we do it for them, when we put it in a sales funnel and we show them step by step, if you were your own client, this is what you were going to be shown. They were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And it's really pretty. I love the words. (laughs) Yes, it is really pretty. It's beautiful. And it's of the right vibration. It's in alignment yeah. with what they are wanting to yeah. be a service to. So I guess if I use an example for people thinking at home how they can create their sales funnel, well, for me, it starts with the 27 questionnaire that Dr. Elaine Aaron gave me permission to distribute. And they pop their email address and they get that for free. Now, I am so excited they're getting that because I know people for the first time are hearing of something that is going to be amazingly life-changing in just one little email. And then from there, it's like, well, maybe you'd like to have a listen to more about this. Here's some links to some free podcasts. And then if you want more, here's some of the videos. And if you want more, have a a session with me. If you want more, there's the online course. And you know that you're stepping your clients through solving a problem for them. And therefore is no sales because it is solution providing yeah and it's service let's not call it sales anymore let's call it service because that is what it is that is really what it is but when it comes to blocks even though we call it all of these things if you have a block you have a block you know and it's not rational 
and I see that with my clients all the time. Oh, I don't like it. I don't want it. Uh, no, it's okay, but we're going to do it anyway. I think that is the main reason why our clients have so much success is when you work together with someone, it could be a coach in our case, mentoring and counseling for help boosting sales. You have to do it anyway. And one of the most effective way of getting over your blocks is actually to do it, you know, and to get the experience. Oh my God, this was not dangerous and it was not difficult. And oh my God, I'm helping people. I'm having a five figure launch. I'm like, I'm making money. And in that moment, your blog will disappear like the clouds when the sun is shining. And it's how it is. So we can think and we can reflect and we can try to get insights and we can heal and we can do a lot of things. And it's all very, very amazing and good. But what really works is actually to go out and do it. And why? Because if we're talking about uh, frequencies, the manifestation is actually one of the highest frequencies we can be in. So it's actually leaping. To do things is actually leaping your frequency. And that's quite amazing. And when you leap your frequency, you heal yourself. So the minute you actually go out and do things and go for the manifestation, actually manifest your vision, you heal yourself at the same time. And not only do you heal yourself, you quantum heal everybody else and everybody around you. And that's freaking amazing. And you create this path of energy where everybody else get a chance to actually walk on. I think that for me, that is like one of the things that are so amazing. Uh, that's why I absolutely love my job so much because not only do I help other people to actually step into their visions in business, but it's not about business. It's about actually for me, it's about creating these paths of energy that where everybody else actually have the ability to walk and go into their visions, whatever they are. So I think that is quite amazing. I think that is incredible too. That is absolutely creating a super highway of energetic yeah. freeways mm. for people to be able to jump on and be a part of. Yeah, just to be very spiritual. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is lovely. I absolutely love this. You know, so excited that we're going, we're talking, you know, quantum healing through a business. Awesome, I think this is amazing because this is exactly what is taking place. So yeah, what, what I thought we, we were going to be talking about, you know, 101 business has actually become a really deep vibrational spiritual conversation yeah. about manifestation. Yeah. And it is the law of vibration and the law of attraction that are doing this, yeah. which is beautiful. Now, before we go, I can hear in my head, the gorgeous person that wants to start her massage business, she's been doing massage for free or Reiki for free or she's been reading cards or giving life coaching to friends for free or she's been making beautiful custom jewelry for free for her friends. Mm. She wants to start asking for $50. Yeah. And I can remember being in that situation many years ago and I remember I changed my words to be, well, I need to relieve you of some money now. Because we have an energy exchange that needs to take place now. Mm. And that made me feel better. But at the end of the day, you don't need to do any of that. You need to actually do exactly what Mia has said. Just do it. 
just say the next session is $50 or here's those beautiful earrings I've made for you. If you want more, I'm selling them for $50 a pair or whatever. Mm. You have to just step up and face your fears because the fear is that people are going to go, oh, you're not good enough. Oh, they're not good enough. I'm not paying that. We haven't vibrationally aligned yourself with the right clients because the right people will pay that. Yes, they, they absolutely will. will. Just a note on that one. The people who want to pay you for free will want to pay you nothing. Uh, not the same people who want to pay you. So you don't have to go out to your current clients if they pay a little or next to nothing. No, you have to find other people. So you don't have to go out and say to them, oh, by the way, it's like a little more expensive now. Stuff. No, they're not your clients. You have to take a leap and you have to find new clients that actually are willing to pay you more. And I think for many people that is a relief. Oh my gosh, I don't have to I don't have to tell my aunt that she has to pay me fifty dollars. No, you don't. You just have to slowly start to find other people who are willing to do that. And you are allowed to give your aunt free sessions, you know? It it, it gets a little um out of balance if if you do it all the time. Any final words of wisdom, Mia, for people that are wanting to take the leap and really move into their heart-based entrepreneurship? Yes. Um, I think, first of all, you, you have to recognize that the vision you are having is absolutely real. It's, it's not something that is like coincidentally just part of your life. No, it's something that is, you are meant to do. Also know that it does take another mindset it does take a controlling and raising your emotions yeah your thoughts your actions everything has to be upgraded and it can be extremely difficult to do on your own um so i always recommend get help or get a solid strategy and if you're able to take your emotions out of your business follow that strategy the strategy it definitely has to be something that is scalable and preferably automated, because otherwise you are going to die in work at some time. <laughs> because because um, I think for everyone who wants to make more uh, money and want to live a more be more free, scalable and automated are very very important. Well, the best way to do that is is just online. It doesn't mean that you have to have online services. It just means that your marketing and sales can very, very well be placed online and automated and, and getting ready for scaling. That's wonderful. You know, never has it been easier for people to set up their own business in history. Exactly. Well, outside of maybe when we were living in the village and we put our, you know, tomatoes out the front to sell. But yeah. in modern day, in modern day, it has never been easier to be self-employed. And that excites me so much because I feel that when people move from being perhaps an employee to being self-employed, the self-empowerment that you gain from knowing that you have the ability to always earn a dollar to care for you, to take care of your needs in life is incredibly empowering. Yes, yes. Mia, what a pleasure to once again be having a conversation with you. I so enjoy our chats and that is really exciting and gorgeous wisdom to share with our listeners. So thank you so much for your time again today. Thank you. Thank you for your time. It's always a pleasure. 
Solving a problem a potential client has is being of huge service to them and to the planet. Really take the time to feel how deeply you potentially are helping them. And this is going to help you to see your own value, your own worth, and the beautiful active service that you are offering. If you would like to contact Mia, head to her website, funnelbunnyagency.com. And until next week, feel the fear and do it anyway. Life is perfect, I'm not trying, it's just happening. And it's a beautiful day.